0: Welcome to our next interview. I'm really excited today to bring to you the Vegan Sisters because we're gonna be talking about a topic that's really near and dear to my heart, which is about e-learning. I love the ability to teach online. I love the ability to help people. And probably more importantly, I love the idea of bringing more and more skills to our vegan community. Now, as many of you know, I tend to hang out on the business side of things. So I was really excited to get an opportunity to sit down with Alice and Lucy to talk about how they're bringing skills to our community, specifically for individuals, how they're supporting people, whether it's through nutrition or whether it's through just general skills building, we're going to dive in today, not only into their business, not only talk about how they got to where they are today, but how what they do helps the movement and helps our community. So I always love being able to not only talk with individuals that are giving back and helping others grow, but also how they built and wrapped an amazing business around it. So let me just say welcome. Thanks Lucy and Alice for being here with us today.
1: Thanks for having us. Thank you for having us.
0: So before we dive into the business, before we dive into where you are today, let's just give a little bit of background. Let's give people a little bit of an essence of maybe how you got started. You know, maybe ground us first in, you know, we love that everyone is mostly vegan who joins our podcast. Um, we have some people who are in transition and 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 doing different things there, and we always let everyone know. But I always love it when we do have vegan guests because there's a little bit of camaraderie around hanging out with vegans. So maybe give <laughs> everyone a little bit of perspective on your vegan journey, meaning how you got started and how long you have been vegan. Yeah, so
1: I, we've been vegan five years now. Um, I, it was my fifth year anniversary in, uh, November. Yours in January. Yeah, mine's in January during the January. So, uh, okay. we were actually born vegetarian. Our mum and our dad, uh, were vegetarian, but we ate meat, uh, for a big middle section of our life. Because yeah. We, we all got up. sissy. So, um, yeah, I think we all gave up on vegetarianism because it was quite difficult back then. Yeah. And, and I studied animal rights. I was doing a politics degree and there's an animal rights lecture and I read Peter Singer and, um, Overnight, I turned vegan. I, I was a, the biggest meat eater. Like I shocked everyone. I read Peter Singer, and that was it for me. Mm. Like, yeah, yeah. And for me, I was on and off vegetarian throughout university. Um, I just kept giving up because I just couldn't. I just couldn't look after myself. Uh, but eventually, when Lucy turned vegan, um, it just made up my mind because uh, yeah, maybe there's a bit of sibling rivalry going on as well. So, uh, <laughs> so couldn't let her uh, outshine me.
0: <laughs> it's nice i love that you eventually joined forces you guys are together in kind of your business and making things happen together so maybe let's talk about the business let's give everyone a little bit of background on what is vegan sisters and how did you get started
1: well um we were both uh traveling and alice was in uh south korea and i was living in vietnam and we were both doing our separate things alice teaching english i was trying to be a vegan chef in vietnam um and i think together we just one day thought it would be really great to share our experiences traveling as vegans because it's not always easy um and also give the opportunity for other people to to share their stories as well yeah so. we found that um while we were traveling we had to pull information from various different websites
0: mm. from different
1: online resources there were travel blogs that vegans had uh, created but there was no like one big resource so we decided that um there was like there was a lack of vegan digital nomad community um so we thought we'd we'd start one up and that's how vegan sisters editorial was born um so, so yeah that's our sisters.org. that's where it all started from our editorial um and how long then
0: you do the editorial like how many years have you been doing that Two years, I guess. Yeah, it's about two years now. But uh, we've got to admit, we didn't
1: give it the time or love that it deserved up until COVID. Um, yeah, we we were we have our own. It was a side hustle. <laughs> yes, we, we also had other businesses that we we do, and uh, it just kind of got left behind. So, COVID gave us the time, thankfully. So mm. th- there is a it's positive. <laughs> positive COVID, it has been that. Uh, um, but uh, but yeah, so we we started Vegan Sisters two years ago. Um, we had contributors; various people started to join mm. the community. Uh, but it was very much a, a side hustle. Didn't really we didn't spend too much time on it until March, mm. um, and uh, and that's when our RV learning platform our e learning. So vegan
0: sisters, yeah, vegan learning. We we call it <laughs> V learning. I, <laughs> I love it, V learning. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so walk me through it. When we're talking about V learning, when we're talking about kind of what you're contributing to in the world. Give people a sense of what type of experience or why should they, why would they come to Vegan Sisters for V learning? What 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 type of skills um, are you helping people build?
1: Um, well, I think it's. Uh, we hope to become like a vegan skillshare mm. um so um to give you something that you can relate to because it, it doesn't really exist yet so um yeah it, it it's i suppose it's like a skillshare in the fact that it, it's going to be lots of different skills mm. um we want it to just be like one giant library for, for anyone that just wants to um shape their future to be a bit more positive so whether that's through their diets or whether that's through their career, if they want to align their career with their their values. Mm. Um, So we're going to have courses on um, various different industries. um, Yeah, like learning how to to make your career more vegan, um, essentially. Because I I guess, actually, for us, we both work in a vegan industry. So we have made our careers vegan, and we wanted to show other people that that is possible as well. So that. I, I guess that is at the heart of it, isn't it? Mm. And then from that, we we want to build on any skills, like any skills there are that that, okay. that help vegans, yeah, help to, vegans. <laughs> to, yeah, to to live a more um, easy lifestyle, I suppose, mm. and to to make sure that they are um, aligning everything with their with their uh,
0: values and their beliefs. Mm. Hmm. So, give me one second. One person saying that they can't hear us. If anybody's wow. listening live, can you just jump into the comments really quick and let me know if you're not able to hear us? I just want to make sure we're not having a little bit of a technical <laughs> issue um, because we want to miss out. Otherwise, we'll have to redo all this. Stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and my memory
1: is terrible. <laughs>
0: I just want to make sure that we don't um we don't miss anything out. Um, I'm just gonna send a quick message really quick. Um so when you're talking about becoming this skill skillshare kind of database, becoming this place, do you envision that what you're building is specifically for the vegan community? or is this for people who are gonna potentially kind of convert over and become vegan? Or or is it a little bit of both? I'm just curious.
1: I think the, at first, when we first started out, we wanted to to have that kind of vegan exclusivity, but what we realized actually uh, for no reason other than I think, because that's what our courses were catered to, but then actually, we found that we were giving opportunities to other vegan tutors who were building courses that like our nutrition course mm-hmm. that can be aimed towards non vegans and just showing them that um that they can a plant based lifestyle, lifestyle and and they don't necessarily have to be a vegan, so a a number of her students aren't actually vegan, mm. but they've but through her course. They have um, realised without being, without it being kind of pushed in their face, that plant based a plant based lifestyle is possible. But so, but the thing is, uh, vegan is in our name. Yeah, but like it's in yours, <laughs> vegan mainstream. Yeah. You know, it, 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 obviously when people come to our platform, they see vegan. Um, so I guess for the most part, it is aimed like our ideal client or ideal reader user is vegan.
0: Okay, perfect, all right and that's the thing I think it's always interesting when you're building a business is trying to figure out who is your ideal customer you know who do yeah. you serve and then also over time, sometimes it changes. you know you start with one core group and then mm-hmm. after you've either mastered that or as other people show up and there's more need, you try to fulfill that need so it'll be mm-hmm. interesting to see how how things develop now, do you have any signature ways that you do your courses it's one thing that i've been working on and continue to kind of perfect as I do online courses have you found that either your tutors or any of the courses that you guys are developing yourselves that there are signature ways that you're doing them or a signature experience that someone would have by taking a course on your site?
1: I think mean, we, we try to encourage our tutors to create videos um, firstly because we find them more personal um, and it's if you're providing something that um, is more than you can just find on the internet you know you, you can pretty much find anything on the internet nowadays if you really researched <laughs> research that subject um, what makes a course different is that is that one-to-one interaction um, and uh, so yeah that's something else we also encourage is coaching um so yeah yeah we we realized that um because this modern day world is all online isn't it and everyone thinks let's automate 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 let's make it so that people can get everything they want online and it's just fed to them really easily like that like a machine almost but we realized that that wasn't selling like we we were wrong. Like we and thought was people want helping people. Yeah, giving them any worth and yeah. So we kind of adapted um, our approach in our own course, and also we've recommended to other people to do the same, where you can add ongoing support, uh, coaching support as they go through the courses. Um, obviously, that that means a lot more work from the tutor's perspective, but the reality is it sells better. Um, people want human. Uh, and I think it adds more value to, to the course participants as well. We found with our students, when we first started, we didn't offer coaching, um, okay. but but now we do. Um, and our students that have experienced the coaching have definitely been a lot more um uh, receptive to it. I I feel like they, they really benefited from it.
0: That makes sense. Yeah. I've found the same thing. The more that I can provide more hands-on support, coaching, recommendations, ideas, it really can help kind of the content stick. Um, and also help people make it like a new way of doing, not just like I've absorbed it and learned it like I was taking a test, but (laughs) instead actually applying it because I really feel like that's the true beauty of um, learning is being able to start apply it and get a little bit of that benefit out of your life, get a little bit of that benefit out of your business, get a little bit of that benefit out of whether it's trying to be more efficient or even things like better time management. If you can start to see some of those improvements, I think it's really great um, when that happens in courses. So I'm really happy to take hear of that. Now, let's talk about the business side of things. Let's talk mm-hmm. about how you turned it into a business, because for a lot of us, we have hobbies. A lot of us, we have ideas. A lot of us, we love to do things, but it's a little bit different when you turn it into a business because, you know, people have to pay for it you have to market it, we have to get students into these courses and so forth. So let's talk about how you built a business around this vLearning learning platform.
1: So um, I I don't wanna make this confusing, but but I guess we have to bring in our other careers into this because uh, that's what led us to to build the uh, e-learning platform. Mm -hmm. So we're both in digital marketing and Alice is a writer and I own an agency and we know because we work solely with vegan businesses that there is a demand for uh vegan marketers writers so actually during the pandemic we thought well let's help educate those uh, people who want to become vegan writers vegan marketers and whatever and actually that's how we started we thought well let's build a course um so we we thought we'll build a content writing course for vegan uh freelancers or ethical freelancers and uh i think it was like a light bulb moment wasn't it where we thought well we can't mm. we don't just have to limit it to that we can we can go further so yeah. we can build a whole platform we we had a, a bunch of um uh, of people approach us and mm. and, and asked to write for the vegan sisters editorial um and we realized that a lot of them were trying to find work as a vegan writer um mm. So we 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 knew from from our own work that there were plenty of vegan businesses that were popping up that, that needed um, vegan writers. They need professional content marketers and and um, and SEO mm-hmm. strategists to help them grow. Um, and uh, so we just kind of put two and two together and thought, okay, well we've got this community of writers. And we work with a load of vegan businesses, and um, and how can we like fast forward th- this like interest in yeah. this industry, and um, and uh, and help other vegans to also follow that career path? Um, and then we we thought, well, why do we have to limit it to just writers? Um, so mm-hmm. yeah, I suppose that's how it all started. Preserve
0: that to mm-hmm. really make sure that next week I take off. Um, And it's amazing. I think as business owners, how hard it can be at times to pull away from that work because the needs there, you want to help. And I feel like I have a decent balance in the middle of the day or how I schedule my week, but Mm -hmm. being able to kind of like push away from my work, from my desk for like extended period of time, I have found really hard and even harder now that I'm home. I don't know if you feel that same way because we're home. We kind of feel like I can pick up the phone and look at Slack. I can pick up the phone and check out a couple of emails. And I have found it's hard for me to check out at least the way I used to be able to check out
1: yeah. on the weekends. Yeah, I've, I've become a serial email checker mm-hmm. a, a first thing in the morning. <laughs> it's just so easy to pick it up. Yeah. Are you still, you're still, even though you're at home, you are still taking a week off, right?
0: Yes, that is the goal, <laughs> and make sure I'm not doing anything. But yes, I am supposed to be officially off the clock on a Monday. Oh, um, amazing! Yeah, so that is supposed to be my day, and today I have meetings until eight p.m. because of that. But <laughs>
1: oh, I, I, I found that there was an interesting, um, I, I guess it's a well-known statement about working for yourself, and it's the I will work 70-hour weeks so I don't have to work 40 hours for someone else. Mm-hmm. I, I live by that. <laughs> I, <laughs> I think that's, that's what's kept me going throughout. It's like I'd rather work for myself and work long hours because mm-hmm. I love every moment of it.
0: It is. It's wonderful when you love every moment of it. It really is when you're doing stuff that you really, really um, enjoy. But every year I kind of challenge myself to roll back that 70-hour <laughs> I mean, mean, in the beginning, it's like, oh, I'll just do it all. It's great. But I've been lately being more and more conscious of taking time off, like taking the weekends off, um, because I don't feel the difference of being at work. But it's so funny when I get it echoed back to me, like for me, my mirror is my husband. Mm -hmm and i think i'm working less i think i'm all doing great i think i have this well balanced life and he's like what are you talking about he's like oh. <laughs> he's like well, you know we ate dinner and then you had to go back to your office and i'm like oh but it was just for a quick minute so i think it's it's interesting sometimes as business owners i think it's so important we have like those mirrors to make yeah. sure that we take that time off. And I don't know if you guys help each other with that as kind of working together. And like you said, for, even for just when you were traveling, have you been kind of that mirror for each other to help, you know, when to pull back, when to recharge um, and so forth, or have you just kind of naturally fallen into that?
1: Yeah. I, I, it's uh there's so much focus nowadays <laughs> on, on, staying accountable and actually i think it's incredibly important to do the opposite (laughs) you know we should have these staying accountable groups and we should also also stay accountable to our leisure time as well um and we've definitely helped each other do that um we do remind each other mainly because one of us will finish our work and be like um lucy (laughs) it's time to go for dinner now (laughs) I i do also think we can be the opposite though i do believe sometimes like I I guess because there's two of us, the idea is that go around our heads and then like if we tell each other about our ideas and suddenly it becomes a new thing that we need to do and then next week we're actioning it and it's happening and it's like yeah. I think that sometimes also we can make each other work yeah that's true <laughs> <laughs> especially towards Christmas time we've, yeah. uh, we've been giving each other more and more work because it's like uh, the, the thing is um the way my brain works we've, we've got slightly different brains and I think sometimes I can be a bit much because uh, my brain fizzles it's just like constant and I'm just like ah I need to get it all out of my brain and then poor Alice has to put up with it. Lucy you, you you often comes comes up with all these massive big ideas and then and then like I have to detail it and <laughs> <laughs> um implement it and, and so like it's constant. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I'm not sure really, Stephanie, to be honest. I'm not sure if sometimes, I think sometimes we help each other, sometimes I think we make it worse. <laughs>
0: I can see that. That's that's a I think that's a balance of every every partnership is trying to find the happy medium. But it definitely sounds like you have worked through a good working relationship. I think that's really oh, yeah. at least of what I'm what I'm hearing. Um as a as a spectator myself, it sounds like you've really kind of worked through a good balance and having a good partnership I think is is key. And also it's great um for anyone out there, not only in business, but I think in life to have someone that you can, you know, collaborate, talk with, bounce ideas off of is such is such an amazing asset as you're as you're building a business and as we're all navigating this life that we have.
1: Yeah, a hundred percent. A hundred percent. I think it, it changes things completely being able to have someone there to support and to help guide you through it when sometimes like one person's having a weak moment, the other one can be there to pick up. Um which is incredible.
0: Yeah. Perfect. Well, as we wrap up today's interview, is there any final advice to have for anyone who's listening as an entrepreneur, who's listening as a would-be entrepreneur or someone who's maybe been doing things for a while and as we're in this unique time of the year and we're like transitioning to the new year, you know, this is the time where everyone kind of restarts their engines, hits the reset button, or looks at the world a little bit differently, especially as we have been in this pandemic for a while. I think some of us are are settling in a little bit and and not in as much reactionary mode as we've been in. Do you have any kind of final words or recommendations for anyone as they're making this transition and moving into 2021? Um, No matter what 2021 brings, (laughs) thoughts that you might have um, that you'd like to share.
1: I I don't know if ours will be different. This could be interesting. Um, I think that for me, uh, what I would suggest to people is to focus on what you're doing and to, I'm not saying to completely isolate yourself, but sometimes, especially now we're way more online and because of COVID even more so, uh, there's a lot going on. People see a lot of stuff online um, and actually sometimes might feel like they're missing out or doing something wrong or they need to be doing more things. But the reality is, Yeah, if you're doing something that you are happy to do and you enjoy it and you think it's the right thing, then focus in on that and kind of avoid, I don't know, ignore the noise around you because sometimes you can just end up doing lots of little things that are distracting you and not ever get the core thing done that you set out to do. There's just so, like, I I don't know. I was going to say something similar. Um, So uh, I think it's important that that we make sure we keep time to that we have this self care and that we look after ourselves and don't put ourselves under too much pressure. <laughs> um, but um, like Lucy said, focus in on what you want to do and and be clear from the beginning. Plan it all out. Um, don't just like jump into something head first. Um, be clear about what your your mission is and and where you want to take it. Um, and uh, and yeah, uh, the more planning you do at the beginning. The easier it will be. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> otherwise, yeah, things get a bit chaotic. Mm. Um, so plan, 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 and and <laughs> believe in yourself. Yeah, believe in yourself, and, and yeah. <laughs>
0: Perfect. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for spending some time with me today. Thank you so much for introducing my audience to Vegan Sisters. And also, if anyone is looking for some help, looking for some support, or maybe they just want to check you out, can you give them websites, social media? Even though we have it in the description, I always think it's good to even hear, um, hear it. So it just reminds everyone to reach out, um, you know, as they're thinking about their business planning, or maybe they're looking for some additional skills. Mm,
1: great yeah thanks Tammy by the way um <laughs> yeah so um I our vegan editorial uh website is vegansisters.org um our education website is vegansisters.education Our uh, all of our social media handles are at vegansistersofficial mm-hmm. um and yeah that's all of them are yeah, yeah so. and, and if you want to reach out to us personally then our email address is hello at vegansisters.org um we're always happy to help uh, other vegans and non-vegans as well um anyone who who wants to um shape a more positive future um then yeah get in touch uh, and it's been our pleasure being on here so thank yes, you for having us yes yeah thank you for having for us Stephanie.
0: Absolutely, isn't great to have you. Good to see you as well, Tammy. I know you guys saw that comment too come in, mm-hmm. um, but it's always great to meet um, new people. Even though I know we had a little bit of interaction on LinkedIn, but it's good for us to have um, this time to chit chat. And hopefully, as we were talking about before we jumped in today's um, interview, this is an opportunity for us to maybe even collaborate and do some fun things in the future. And I always love to be able to support each other. So I hope we get that opportunity. So thank you for joining me. Thank you, everyone who has joined us today. I hope this interview not only inspired you, but gave you a different perspective on how to build your business, how to work on your business, how to build your business. Stay focused, plan, plan, plan. Then... (laughs) To it, and I hope that everyone will have a wonderful holiday. This will be our last session for the year, but I look forward to picking up our interviews again next year, having some fun new kind of approaches to our interview as we move in 2021. But I appreciate everyone who's watched us today. As always, we love your support, we love the likes and the thumbs up. So please give them liberally if you're if you don't mind. But other than that, so happy that you came here so happy that you watched us, whether you watched it live or as a replay. And I look forward to seeing you in our next interview. Bye everyone.
1: Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.